You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to gcr.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. Welcome to another episode of Free Your Mind. Today I'm in the studio. Can I call you a friend? Yeah, a friend. I mean, yeah, basically. Yeah. A social yeah. friend. Yeah, somebody basically. that I've interacted for a while on social media. And um, I'll let him introduce himself to okay. the listeners. Um, my name is Virgil Kofiche Frempon. Um, I work in logistics. Um, yeah, basically that's it. That's, that's just the information I like to share. All right. Okay. Charlie, welcome to the episode again and welcome to free your mind okay thank you thank you all right okay so we are quickly going to get into the episode with the first segment um recently this recently i think that some few months ago um there was a lot of news about like the african um free continental trade area and um, about how we are going to open africa up to ourselves and all of that but um personally i realized that trying to get like information on that um, to get a bit of understanding was very difficult. So um, I'll give Virgil the chance to explain this thing to us like we are five. So <laughs> Virgil, take it away. Okay, okay, okay. So it's the African Continental Free Trade Agree um, area, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, let's 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 start with when you import, um, you pay duties, don't you? Yeah, you do. So you pay duties. Um, in in actual sense, we call it tariffs. So um, for the African continental free trade area, it's just basically allowing us to trade across countries in Africa um, with 0% tariffs. So basically you can export or import from an African country and, not, and pay um, 0% duty. So basically you just pay on your tax, your VAT and other... Um, other expenses that's associated in terms of your government. So, oh, okay. um, like I said, in terms of um, trading, what happens is that um, Africa we tend not to trade among ourselves a lot. Then, in mm-hmm. what I can think from the back of my mind is we it's twelve percent. So uh, we trade we tend to trade with the state United States, China, and EU. Most of our, almost eighty percent of our our trading is done across, but it's not in entire intercontinental it's with the our european counterparts or overseas um but if you look at if you look at the contest of trade the best amount of trade is done should be done done intracontinental it should be done in your continent so if you pick the states united states like this they trade most of their trade 50 percent is done between them mexico and canada so It's it's they trade among themselves. Yeah, so it's around it, in the continent. Yes, it's around in the continent. And um, if you look at um, Asia, it's sixty percent, and even the best is Europe, and um, the EU. They trade at seventy percent. So most of trading, optimal trading, should be done among each other. And um, but with Africa, what happens is that we tend to export a lot of raw materials. So we export 
um, mm. to our counterparts in the and EU, hoping yes, we fuck the protest as usual. Africa, so, no, <laughs> and that is the problem we face. Um, but in terms of um, after is the flagship project of the AU, um, it was it started around. 2018. That's when the idea came. It had been around by since 2015, but the idea actually conceptualized in 2018, and um, they wanted to start first July 2020, but because of COVID, they started January. So um, what happens is that right now there's an opportunity right now for maybe small and medium enterprises, um, small scale um, farmers, I might say, to actually take advantage of this new. Um, um, process or this new flagship project that has been enacted. Um, the problem is that the, every country has to, or every organization in terms of, sometimes they, they give on their offer in terms of countries and some do it in terms of groups like ECOWAS and um, SADC. So in terms of South Africa, they are, they are on a SADC. So in terms of them give, giving for the offer, some of them have made it as a country. Maybe Egypt made an offer as their own country, but Ghana, we did it in, in line with um, ECOWAS and and gave an offer. So and, uh, after what you can do is that you can hold 10% of the goods that you don't want to be affected by the free trade agreement. So mm-hmm. basically you are allowed to hold 10% and you can, the 90% is given as the offer. So maybe in Ghana, we'll say that, okay, and if you want to import cocoa, bean or something, you have to pay a tariff of maybe 20% or 30%. Mm-hmm. And that is what um, we have all done. Um, ECOWAS is over a course of um, five years to actualize to zero. And I think the Central Africa is over a course of 10 years. So by the end of 10 years, they are hoping that we can have 0% on our on our goods and services or on our goods okay. for okay. imports. So there's just a little bit about after. Most of the time, 30, 36 countries have actually rectified it. So that most of them are put, um, 36 countries are put into law and 54 countries have actually signed on it. But wow. this is actually rectified. It was we're looking, waiting for the big players to do it. That was Nigeria, South Africa, and Egypt. So Nigeria was the one was obviously were pulling, pushing, pushing small. But eventually they agreed and they have yeah, now they rectified. That's just basically just about what what um, after is about. Um, okay, we have the secretariat in Ghana. That one is no news. There was a lot of fanfare about it. Um, yeah, I saw that. I think that's what. Um, my my mind to yeah issue. so there's a lot of fanfare and um there's also the general secretary so we have a general secretary he's south african so it's called wamkele oh, okay. mene so he has a mandate for four years so he's the one to ensure that we are bad by it um but oh, okay. for small medium the thing is that there are certain little um, um the ministry of trade is actually pushing they have an after secretariat within the ministry. So if maybe you have any idea, you have a customer within Africa, you can go to that side for more information. Um, I know Gepatu is trying something, um, trying to um, on, um, train some small and medium scale yeah, um, enterprises. Gepa has in Ghana export promotion. promotion. Authority, yeah, right? yeah, I know. Yes, I know. They have <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend who works there. That's how come I know. <laughs> when, I had, when I had a company, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on over uh, here? It, it's, but yeah, 
It's at the government's organization. They are supposed to promote exports and increase our exports within Africa. So I mean, it's in their name, right? <laughs> so basically, um, there's just a little bit. Um, hopefully, that the problem with Africa in terms of the free trade is that, you see, we have a problem like even Ghana. Let's take Ghana. Let me just take the example of Ghana. Ghana, you can't import cocoa bean or butter. You can't import cocoa bean from Cote d'Ivoire or butter. It's it's mm-hmm. against the law. So, oh, and okay. unfortunately, you see, Europe they want they want a t- particular uh, the cocoa butter has to be processed again in order mm-hmm. to uh, meet the fat composition that may be the chocolate factory or the chocolate um, industry in in and in um, maybe Switzerland is looking for exactly. So imagine that. Um, Somebody like for us, Ghana, maybe Ghana could process all these cocoa bean, then we'll have to take it to maybe a country like Spain for the processing, then send to Switzerland. That is our problem within Africa. So if maybe we have something like AFTA um, and we allow maybe raw materials to easily move across borders, we'll be able to set these factories in Africa in order to export better semi finished or finished products. To Europe and gain better, um, better was the name, um, exchange rates great, or better, better, yeah, yeah. better proceeds products. from it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's yeah. one of the issues where um, we are hoping after will come to help. I'm sure there are other they are making noise that it might take 30 million people away out from extreme poverty. All those numbers, <laughs> you hear all these numbers. You know, Africa, you don't know how to talk uh, yeah, plainly. I know. I know yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. There's all hullabaloo about it, but basically we just we just hoping that um, it's kicked off. It's been six months. Um, I know Kasapreko has was the first person to do it in Ghana. They exported to South Africa, and there was a whole lot of noise about it. But me, my main um, concern or my main issue is how we actually get small and medium um, enterprises to actually be involved in this because the big companies are already going to take advantage of this. But if maybe a small um, farmer or a small production site knows that, oh, this is important and maybe can get a client in maybe Cameroon or Angola, they can export and after. So there's just a few things about after. If you have any other questions, maybe I can I can give an answer. But I've given you a small yeah, answer. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of like touched on, on everything. But I, I think that the key thing before we move on is that um, even though this is a good approach, it still goes back to the fact that if Africa isn't in the, um, what's the word, um, doesn't have, isn't so much in the, um, uh, processing chain, comes back to hurt us. So the thing you're talking about, raw cocoa beans, and we have to take it to some place because we don't have the infrastructure or the, 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 the scale to create it. But then like, and, and then also there's a thing where, Africa is literally like producing almost the same things amongst themselves. So the like supply and yeah, demand doesn't exactly doesn't really exactly. also like because like I mean there's rice over here, there's rice in Nigeria. Probably it might be in different quantities, but the basic line fact is there's rice. So, yes. so basically that's what AFTA is trying to prevent. So that if if now Nigeria made an offer of ten percent and rice is not involved, you can export your rice to Nigeria. Um Obviously, they have a conflict resolution portion of AFTA. But my problem is that I find is that you never know. One person will come, maybe one day a president will wake up at the wrong side of the bed and say, I'm banning Ghana rice from Nigeria. I'm banning this from this. 
Yeah. But that's yeah. what after is seeking to maybe when that issue comes, it will be it will be a prob like we'll, we'll be able to fix. Um, there's also the situation where um, you see normally when we export, um, it is in Africa is is up to the discretion of the custom officer or the person at the border. So it's mm-hmm. basically he's they try, but most of them that's not how it's supposed to work. As long as you have the right documentation and maybe the rules of origin in the country. So maybe if Ghana is saying that, okay, I demand certain documentations or I demand these products to be under this for you to bring it. Um, I don't see why you are not supposed to be able to import it in, but um, there's all different, there's so many interpretations. Everything when you export, when you, especially in Africa, when you export, Somebody, depending on the border pet- or agent, the mood he is in, you might not get your things through. So these are <laughs> all some, some risky things. You know? Like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a whole lot, especially yeah. Francophonian countries. They are very strict on their documentation. So mm. um, hopefully, after we also uh, make everything like um, general in terms of. Um, um, making everything generalized among all countries in terms of um, um, exports and import processes. So these are the things we are looking at. Um, they have finished the first stage, which is the customs concession, the one I was saying. But like, there's mm-hmm. a second phase, which is about the services, mostly about intellectual property competition. So those ones we are hoping they'll be they'll be done maybe by the end of this year. Then we'll move right. on. So exactly. hopefully, if yeah. after is working, you can get up, go to Nigeria, and go and work there under no stress, or maybe South I, Africa. I, I, yeah, I so guess we'll I guess that's what that's what I was going to drive at because sometimes when you talk about African unity, we want to we want to try and do it um, in in terms of having one language or having one government, and that, those things don't make sense to me because like less than a hundred years ago, the Europe was fighting a world war, right? So yeah. like we don't need that. Like we can have our separate governments, we can have our separate languages, but then when it comes to things that would develop us simple transports, um, um trade, yeah, and other other things, we can just open them up like how Europe is working. Like I mean the template is there, it's like yeah, it's right there. It, right? Like, you unfortunately for us, we suffered from neocolonialism. So Yeah, there's that the, there's that too. And obviously, there's also external interests from uh, so-called colonial masters. Colonial so masters they don't yeah, allow so successful integration. After is actually True. a very good idea. It's something which I, by myself, I'm a, a champion of. I really wanted to work, but um, we are in different stages of after per country. Ghana is pushing hard, but other countries are taking their time. First, even Nigeria, they are taking their time taking their time right. massively so right. we'll see how it goes i know ghana south africa and egypt they are really really pushing but for the rest of the other countries is a phase even last time i was talking to one of my colleagues in Cote d'Ivoire, it seems as if the customs don't even have an idea how it is going so it's it's a whole lot it's a whole lot it takes it will take all of us to actually be focused on one thing it's not just the president is going to sit in one particular place signing a big piece of documents and saying that oh we are okay it needs yeah. to be to be passed even though it's passed into law it needs to be passed into the way of work and they need to actually take it seriously so we'll see we'll see how it goes we'll see how okay. it goes all yeah. right okay all right all right 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 um thanks for coming on this episode 
I hope to get you another time. <laughs> Definitely. To explain more. Since you said you're a logistics person, to explain more logistics thing for us. Definitely. It's been good. Right. Um, and yeah, we will catch you guys same time next two weeks. It's been good. Bye. Take care. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. I'm here to last, not to carry last.